Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? Not bad, happy hump day, you know. Yeah, I know. It's Wednesday already. I know. I mean, I think, oh, it's only Wednesday and you think it's Wednesday already. It does show the different ways we view the world. Yes, this is true. <laughs> um, potentially because you live a, a different type of life uh, than I do. So Yes, yes, that is true. Yeah. I am rather fortunate. You are. Um so we'll keep our running discussion to our new podcast that we're Yay. about to record uh, as well. So for anyone out there who is a runner and would like to hear two idiots talk about running, <laughs> I mean, then join us on our Nick and Mel's Bogus Running Adventures podcast. So um I think we're sticking with that name, but who knows? It may yeah, change. Yeah, I think I think it describes it perfectly. So yeah. yes. Um, so we will not be giving advice. We will be just chatting and sharing about mm-hmm. uh, our different running journeys, and mm. might have an interviewee every now and then. So mm-hmm. you know, next friends, be prepared to hit up for. Uh, you know, uh, asking to be joined on the podcast. So, you know, if you're keen, let us know. So this week I thought we'd do something a bit different. So I don't know if you heard, Nick, about the um, man in Toronto who was allegedly killed by teen girls. Um, Yeah, so Mm. it's an article Mm. I came across when I was doing some uh, reading around – uh, there's a really good journalist for the New York Times and he mm-hmm. had covered it and actually I thought, oh, it's really interesting. And uh, mm-hmm. sort of just to give a bit of the backstory, so he was a homeless man sort of just down on his luck and mm-hmm. these eight girls had connected on the internet and oh. uh, attacked a lot, quite a few people that evening uh, at mm. the train station, mm-hmm. um, but attacked and killed this man. So the girls were 13 to 16 years old. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so it's quite a concerning case because, mm. uh, I, I mean, I think back, you know, there's only a handful of cases where, you know, children have sort of, killed someone and and it is generally mm. when you know children are together and there's some really horrific yeah uh, cases out there and it really does show I mean it shows so much you know the internet you know it can be so good and then it can be so damaging uh especially yes. you know okay. in this instance oh, and mm-hmm. you know what happens when you know teenage girls or boys or whatever you know get together and egg each other on essentially so people die so there's not a lot of um articles out there about the psychology of it because I would have found that quite interesting of you know mm-hmm. understanding um but I thought what was interesting for us to discuss is a totally different direction for us 
than we'd normally take is they're refusing, uh, but you know, they, they've gone to court mm-hmm. and um, based on a court uh, ruling, they're not sharing any of the girls' names. Now, mm-hmm. in Australia, that's pretty normal for us, isn't it? You know, under, yeah. under a yeah, certain. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, there's understood. been mm-hmm. a bit of an uproar in the news around it. Um, and especially in Canada, uh, I suppose concern one of the girls has been let out on bail uh, and mm-hmm. concern that maybe they'll do it again um, and that they should be paying for their, you know, crimes yeah. or people should crimes. know who they are or yeah. whatever. Mm. But what do you think, mm. Nick? What, do you, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think, yeah, like the problem is because of the ages, they will get out on bail. Um, And the thing, it depends, is Canada, like there's a thing here um, at the moment where they're trying to get it through because Mm -hmm. youth crime here is just ridiculous. Now, thankfully, they haven't murdered anyone, but it's just a case of yet because they're stealing cars, they're doing all kinds of crap. Mm. Um, But it's like, are they going to be like the sixteen? Like the thirteen-year-old won't be tried as an adult; they'll be juvenile. Mm-hmm. But should the sixteen-year-old be tried as an adult? Um, but I wouldn't feel comfortable with them being out on bail and walking around and not knowing. Like I can see, you know, I can see sort of both sides because if they do release the names of these people, like you can note that there were people who will be vigilantes and take matters into their own yeah. hands. Yeah. So you know, yes. Um, what they did is horrendous in that, but I'm not condoning someone going out and doing the same to them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's double-edged sword, that one, Mel, because, yeah. you know, I think the 16-year-old probably should be tried as an adult because you can't tell me at 16 um, that you don't know that's wrong. I mean, uh, at 13, year-old I assume you'd know it's wrong. I assume you'd know, but they'll, they'll like, I can see the, pos- you know, the marking now, or, you know, like she was swayed by peers and yeah, peer pressured definitely. and all of that. So they'll go, obviously, probably go down that road with the youngest offenders. Mm. But I definitely think, like, if they don't want to release names, fair enough, but I don't feel comfortable with her being out on bail. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, there's so many things, and this is why I'm interested in the psychology. Was it, the group of girls together that made them commit the crime or mm. do they have that individual inkling? So you know that when, I suppose, teenagers get together, you know, as you said, it's mm-hmm. that whole influence thing. So was it, did yeah. they commit the crime because together they committed, you know, it was the aspect of yeah. them being together. Was it and, the aspect of them yeah. being together to do it or, you know, was it and a group separately, conscious decision or yeah. separately? Yeah, like you said, if they were by themselves, would they made the conscious decision yeah. to still do that? Yeah. Because you can see in the group situation, once they get there and the adrenaline gets flowing and they're yeah. in the midst of doing the act, um, yeah, I reckon unless someone catches them, there's no chance yeah. they're going to stop, let's face it. And the brain doesn't develop until, I mean, I think it's uh, for boys 25, I can't remember what it is Mm -hmm. for girls, but the brain's not fully formed. So actually you're not making Mm. what what you and I would call adult conscious decisions. I mean, so Mm. even to the point, I don't know if you've ever been walking down the street and you're walking down the street with a pack of teenagers and they just slam into you. And actually, mm-hmm. there's been studies done that actually they can't peripherally see 
Um, oh, yeah. No, they've got no idea. They are, like, totally clueless. Like, yeah. when I go running um, in the morning today, I went mm. near a school and the little kids are great, but I went before it was pretty early drop-off. Yeah. Like, it would have only been the kids going to really early vacation care Yeah, um, for once I got out of bed early. Um, not too early, though. But And then there's a private bus for Nunchi College. And those kids got no idea, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're yeah. Yeah. And it's frustrating. So, you know, they stand all over the footpath and so I just, you know, it's a wide road, there's a covert, so I just go on the covert because it's just like, yeah, if they see me, they will move, but half the time they they got no idea. They're on their phones or talking to one another yeah. or – so, yeah, I understand where you're going with that, yeah. And it's, like, it's frustrating. There's the amount of times are mm. the same, similar situation. I Like, I literally just wanted to yell at them and say, mm-hmm. move out of the way, there are other people here. Um mm. But, you know, and I, I'm not condoning what they've done at all. I mean, it's horrific mm-hmm. and the poor man and his family and, um, you know, that it, it's terrible. But I, I don't know. It's just thinking about those things of, you know, A, as we know, vigilante people, B, their names being out there, that's it. They're out there forever, aren't they? Yeah, and they are. You can't wind that mm. back. and You can't take that back. Are they going to be different people when they're adults? Do you know what I mean? Is there something I know what you mean. Is there, is there something here, especially I would say, mm, I'd say, <laughs> is it, you know, not to be typecasting, but I'd say probably the thir- the younger ones may be the ones who will become the different adults. You mm. never know because yeah. you don't know their background, not knowing their backgrounds or anything like that. But, yeah, and that's something once their names are out there, you, you, like you said, you can't take back. It's no. always going to pop up in every aspect, you know, mm. when they go for jobs, when they apply for loans, yeah. you know. And I think that's also, like you said, yeah, their brains aren't developed enough so they don't understand um, how – you know, they're caught up in the here and now in the moment. But I don't think they was, they've got no idea of the longer implications. No, of course not. I mean, and, you know, for me it comes down to was it a frenzied attack because of the group of them mm. rather than, you know, individuals yeah. separately, would they have committed a crime if yeah, they were separate? They, yeah. Um, I do agree with that. That's just, yeah, that's just insane. But I do think, you know, what even led to that situation? What's the conversation that they're having online that led well, to that? the fact that, you know, they they met online and mm. things like that. And how did they find each like, other? How Who did they find the conversation? each other? Like, did you, you know? Yeah. Who starts yeah. that conversation? Oh, let's go stab yeah. someone. Let's go on a frenzy. Yeah. Oh, Let, what's let's a Friday night frenzy? Carnage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. come on, do what the other teenagers do at 13 to 16. Oh, let's mm-hmm. go shoplift at Kmart and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, come on, mm-hmm. like, yeah, not bad like, anyone. Let's, let's stick to petty crime and not yeah. major on the sides, people. Or none. You know. Or none. Or none. We'd prefer yeah. none, we're just saying. Prefer but, none. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. just from a, 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 yeah, it's just, it. I really, you know, and as you can tell, because, like, we've created a mm. podcast around it this week. Yeah. It really just struck me. There's so many elements to this. How did they find each other? Who started the conversation? You know. Yeah, I know. Who is the ringleader? Because, you know, like we're saying it might be the old one, but maybe it wasn't, you know. You don't know, do you? You don't know. You don't know. But, like, thinking back to when we were 13 to 16, um, this would just not have, 
you know, like if we were going to meet up with a new group of girls, it was going to be to discuss shoes or boys or go shopping or, Definitely you know, boys. Definitely boys. Definitely boys. Um, and just, you know, it wasn't going to be, hey, let's go and see how much carnage we can cause no. on a Friday night. Oh, God, I would have been too scared to think about causing carnage but, on a Friday yeah, night. Yeah, oh, God, no. My, my parents knew everyone and everywhere. I would just, I had no hope yeah. in hell. So, no. uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. And I, yeah, I know that's, yeah, wow. That's yeah. just, yeah. So, a bit mm-hmm. of a shocking one this week. Uh, and uh, I mean, I think so shocking that, uh, you know, I, I don't even think we need to discuss anything else, but, you know, maybe no, something no. light to end uh, on a note. And mm-hmm. how is Zito, your oh. loving dog? <laughs> Our loving little nugget. He's good. He's good. We took him to the mud flats at Sandgate yeah. on Monday. I took him and Craig went for a run. And Craig came out before he went for a run. That was fine. Then he realized Craig was going for a run. Yeah. And he was off leash. He started to run back to Craig. So I had to Aww. put him on the leash until Craig left. But then he saw these other puppies playing. Yeah. And oh my God, he just ran up and in the water. And it was so funny because he's running around with them in and out. Yeah. Like because it's low tide, so there was a bit of water. And then I'm looking around, he's running, running really fast. And he kind of does this skid and slides and he gets submerged in the water. It was so funny. He kind kind of come back up and shook himself and went, Doo-doo-doo. Oh, oh, where's my friends? Where's my new friends? He had a ball. He had so much fun. But, oh, my God, I had to take him for a bath afterwards. I was going to say and how course, dirty was it? It was yeah. after lunch when I got to do it. And so, of course, it had just started to rain. Yeah. But that's okay because we only had to get from the car to the store and back again. But, yeah, oh. he would, he loved the water at Sandgate, but he wasn't too fond of, like, the bath warm water. Sandgate's oh. cold and dinky and muddy. He was loving Sandgate. Wasn't loving the bath. Yeah, but it's I smelly. Don't, I don't have to chain him up anymore. And I, he stands there and he just gives me this look and goes, I am being the best boy ever, mummy. There oh. better be Tritos. It was just, yeah. And you go to wash his paws, like mm-hmm. with the hose, and he lifts one paw up like this and one paw, and then he tries to go backwards. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's a wall there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> but, gosh. yes, he, he was bugging. He had oh. the best time. It is funny. We yeah. used to wash our dog, um, Penny, and um, we've mum's had a, you know, we've had a few, but the main one uh, was uh, mm-hmm. sort of early on in my sister's years, but when my brother and I were little. And uh, Penny, I think she must have, we, we had her for 12 years, so we must have got her when I was sort of born. And mm-hmm. she was amazing for for as a dog um I mean she was this tiny I mean not tiny but I think mid-sized dog mid to small size yep. dog I always mm-hmm. think of her as bigger because you know when I was a kid she was this oh yeah she nut, was huge yeah. when you were a kid yeah but we used to have this six foot fence and she hated being uh left behind like when we were kids mm-hmm. in uh in Epswich we would walk to school she'd follow us mm-hmm. to school She'd walk us to school <laughs> mm-hmm. and then walk back home. All the shop owners knew her. She went into the butcher and the butcher <laughs> gave her food. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously mm-hmm. back in the day when you didn't have to have her on a lead, but when yep. we lived in Albury, she would jump this six-foot fence and I never knew how the heck, like this tiny mm-hmm. dog, um, and she'd jump, it. jump it because she didn't want us to leave her behind. So That's so cute. Yeah. But she'd hate getting washed. We'd have to put her on a you know, lead and then mm-hmm. put the lead on the tap to wash her and, oh, it was always horrible, you know, thinking, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So poor Sito, I feel for him. 
Oh, he feels for himself too. Oh. <laughs> All right, Nick. Um, okay. Have a great week. So don't murder I will. anyone. I won't and you don't murder anyone. I won't. We won't together. And won't I really together. hope no one out there does murder anyone. But uh, in the world we live in, that feels a little impossible right now. But I will see you shortly for our next podcast. All right. I'll see you soon. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.